Hi guys! Welcome back to the For Good Podcast, a place to talk about all the thoughts, conversations, and people that have changed me and my life for the better and for good. My name is Jenna and wow, it has been too long since I last recorded. I think the last one I recorded was in April and it's currently October. So, you know, six months have come and gone and I didn't forget about this little little hobby of mine. I didn't, you know, become obsessed with it, with podcasting like every 20 something and then forget about it and let it fall off the face of the earth. Even though it may seem like that, that's not what's happening because we picked it back up and we're here. I feel like I tried to make a good effort of not placing a ton of pressure on the podcast. You know, I'm not trying to be an influencer, not trying to post every week because that's just not feasible or like sustainable or or fun for me, I don't think. Um, if I put all this pressure on when to post and what to post and how often, but it's been good to have a little little break, but I was definitely missing it and excited to sit down again and share more of my thoughts with you guys. I think throughout the summer and the months I had off, I had a lot of ideas for episodes, but just felt like I was kind of dreading the the editing process just because it's pretty time consuming. Um, And it just kind of requires me to sit down and listen to my own voice for an hour, which is not always the most fun thing. But I was definitely excited to get back into it. But yeah, I feel like since April, a lot of things have happened, so I kind of wanted to do the intro part of, intro portion of the episode where I share like my highs and lows and one of the we're not really strangers questions, but I feel like it was probably more important to share some life updates since April, so I can start with that first. So many things have happened. I graduated college, which feels literally insane to say that I'm I'm a college alum. I'm a has been, have been, and yeah, that's just like a really funky, crazy, surreal feeling. Um, but graduated April 29. We had mice in our house also in the month of April, which was just a tumultuous time. We moved into a new house, um, still pretty close to like the same neighborhood that we used to be in. So kind of getting settled into our new place. I went to a couple concerts this summer. I saw Lizzie McAlpine, saw Taylor Swift a couple times, which was an incredible experience and could honestly just make a whole episode on my thoughts on that and how emotional and sentimental and perfect that experience was. But I'll I'll save you from my crazy obsessive thoughts on that. What else? What else? I helped host my good friends Sarah and Josiah's engagement party, which was really, really sweet. Um, And I think, like, truly nothing makes me feel more like myself and more alive than than when I'm hosting or, like, crafting an experience, curating a night for people, getting to kind of set the tone and environment um, for what that looks like. And I think especially getting to host an engagement party felt like such an honor and a privilege to be a part of for people that I love so dearly. So that was a really, really fond memory from the past couple of months. Um, <clears throat> oh, I went on a spontaneous trip to Italy. So I went to Florence and Sorrento and Rome. So that was a pretty big, exciting trip from the summer. Um, chopped my hair off which was very spontaneous, very impulsive after I got back from Italy and was definitely leaning into the country club mom era (laughs) by doing that. So that's been definitely a big change for me because I usually someone that loves to like braid my hair or like do lots of different types of hairstyles and things to it. But there's not really that much you can do with short hair, which is what I'm learning and discovering. Um, I started full-time nannying for a family in the summer So that was like Monday through Friday, eight to three. And that was a pretty good experience, I would say. Um, That let me be outside a lot more in the summer and yeah, just have some good, good new rhythms 
compared to the busyness of the school semester. And then went back to Arkansas for one of my high school friend's weddings. And I hadn't been there since maybe like my freshman year or sophomore year of college. So that was really cool to get to be back um, and visit some friends that I hadn't seen in a while. I continued running a lot, trained for a half marathon with my brother, and we ran that in early September, I want to say. So I was very grateful to have an injury-free training experience, training experience and race day went really well. The weather was so perfect, um, like 50s and 60s, I want to say. So that was just a really good, good experience. And I think it just reminds me how much I love running and the ability that we have just to move our bodies blows my mind every single day and every time that I do it. So I've really been loving, loving running, um, just as much as I have been before. And then the last big update is I am back in school. So I... I'm in grad school in an all-online asynchronous program that started end of August, I want to say. So I do school primarily like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I can kind of log on, do my classes whenever, like watch the video lectures, I guess, or write the papers, do the homework kind of whenever. And then I'm still nannying for a different family than the one I did in the summer, but a different family Monday and Tuesday, pretty full days. And I also do an after-school pickup babysitting gig as well. So that's kind of the breakdown of what my schedule looks like right now. And it feels a little discombobulated with, like, my Mondays I do, like, a pretty full day of nannying and then do school pickup. Tuesday, I don't have school pickup, but I do, like, a full day of nannying. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no nannying in the day, but school pickup at night. And then Wednesday night babysitting. So it just feels like... It feels a little chaotic, but it's worked thus far. And then in the spring, I'll actually have an internship for for my social work program uh, where I'll be leading group therapy sessions and individual therapy sessions with kids. So definitely want to chat more about that in a future episode. And honestly, maybe I should just do a big life update episode and kind of dive into this a little bit more. Um but those are kind of the big the big updates as of late. Things I've been kind of obsessed with lately. I'm loving tea, which feels so unexpected and so crazy coming from a coffee lover like myself. But I think tea has really grown on me. I think it feels a lot lighter. There's so many fun different flavors you can try. So that's been a very important update that you all should know. Um, I'm drinking... A lot of poppy and olipop, you know, just the power of a little drink in motivating you or making your day. I love to just have a fun little beverage. And then also loving movies. I feel like the girls and I have been on our big movie kick, especially in October, watching a ton of scary movies, which I love. Um, still running a lot. I was getting, I was in a big reading era in the summer with just more free time and not being in school, but I think now that I'm reading textbooks a lot, I feel a little bit less inclined to, to sit down and read for fun, but I'm slowly but surely making my way through Harry Potter for any of the Harry Potter lovers of the world, and then doing a lot of baking, which always feels so good and just a nice way to slow down and bake something to share with other people. So those are things I've been obsessed with lately. And then the last thing I'll kind of share would be just really thinking about a lot of big postgrad feelings. I think it just has felt kind of funky, kind of lonely at times. And I'm realizing that I definitely need structure and routines to feel pretty stable and pretty balanced in my life. And then I've just realized a lot of how relationships shift so much when you're outside of the the college bubble of seeing all your peers and all your friends all the time or even just having like such a big social network to fall back on even if you're not incredibly close to every person in your class or on campus but just like the security the safety net and the security of knowing that like you do have a really big um, community to fall back on 
I think without having that, it just feels, feels a bit more isolating. And what I'm recognizing is when you're in college, I think you just feel like you're kind of on par with everyone. You know, you're all just there, you're getting your degrees. Um, you're all just at pretty similar life stages. Whereas I think now since graduation and being a couple months into post-grad, it feels a lot more isolating in the sense, not in the sense of that I don't feel like I have good people and good support systems anymore, because I think I still definitely do, but it feels more like everyone's kind of doing their own thing, and that looks very different from what I'm doing and what my own thing would be. So, like, Jamie's working a full-time job, like, working remote from home. Mallory goes out, like, during the day and works an in-person job full-time. I'm doing like part-time work and also grad school, but that's also online. And I think when everyone's kind of in their own own place of work or own niche, it just feels a little bit, it's harder to relate to people and what they're experiencing in their day-to-day. So that's just been a big thing I've been pondering and thinking about lately. So definitely feeling a little bit funky, but trying to recognize those feelings and also still recognize how the season of life has felt so good and I I really truly do feel so richly blessed and lucky to to still be laughing so much and feeling so loved and so cared for. So there's still a lot of goodness in and that and in all of these big feelings. But kinda wanted to share a little bit about where my head has been at lately. I think I definitely want to do a a post grad episode as well, just to kind of share more of the thoughts on that. So just know that that will, will be coming later. And then for my highs and lows and we're not always stranger card, I'd say my high from the week has definitely been just a loving October. I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but October 23rd is my favorite day of the whole entire year. And I've said that since I was in like middle school, I think for no other reason than I feel like it feels just like the it feels like the quintessential fall day, um, just because I feel like all the leaves have, have fully changed by that point. The weather is definitely cooler. You're not in the, the weird September phase where it's cold in the morning or cold at night, but then you're sweating by the afternoon. Um, and I just have always loved October 23rd. So that was this past Monday, and I just have, have been loving walking outside, running outside, I think getting to experience fall in Michigan is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, And I was telling a friend this the other day, but I think one of my favorite things to think about is the idea that like God didn't have to make, make the leaves change colors. He didn't have to make um, flowers that grow or all these things or sunrises or sunsets. And this sounds like so incredibly cheesy, but the fact that like God didn't have to make all of these things, beautiful and just so lovely to experience, but he still wanted to. And I think I've been thinking about that as just an act of love that he, he wanted us to experience this and like experience his, um, his goodness and his, his love through that. So that's just been feeling pretty, pretty tender to me and pretty special in the season of fall. So feeling grateful for that. For my low for the week, I have been just feeling like my anxiety has been a little bit more heightened over the past couple weeks and I'm not exactly sure why or kind of how to identify that um, or like how to identify the, the cost for that. But that's just been something I've been kind of navigating through and trying to be better about setting up good like morning routines and night routines and... I also decided this week that I was going to cut out caffeine completely, which <laughs> we're like two or three days in and we're doing it, but I thought maybe that could help with some of the anxiety too. So I've been on my my tea cake, um, especially hard this week, but just trying to find some, some things that can maybe help curb some of the anxiety and just, I just feel a little bit frazzled and kind of all over the place in general, like a lot of my life. So kind of trying to curb, curb that in the ways that I can. Um, but definitely not, not like the lowest of lows. I think it still, still feels like it's been a good week. 
And then for the We're Not Really Strangers question. Find my cards. One second. This card says, finish the sentence. Strangers would know me as blank. Only I know that I am blank. I think strangers would describe me as pretty bubbly and optimistic and outgoing. And I think that only I know that I am maybe like more melancholic or emotional or deeply thoughtful and reflective. And maybe some of that comes across to people, but I think like I generally would want to present myself as being like optimistic and encouraging and bubbly and excitable, which I think still feels like very genuine to me. But I think in the moments where I'm just by myself, I I do feel the most myself. But then but those are moments where I feel like more reflective and thoughtful and have like just really big thoughts and ideas that I tend to like keep to myself or keep to my notes app because I don't think that people like would probably perceive me in that way all the time of like having your like a really big emotional thought or having just like a pretty pretty deep intellectual intuitive thought and not that I don't think that people think that I'm like smart or capable of that but I think I feel hesitant to share those thoughts at times because I think it can kind of like bring down the mood or I'm worried that I'm not able to share my to share my thoughts as eloquently as I would want to and I'm yeah I'm just probably more afraid of people misunderstanding the thoughts and feelings and things that I'm like trying to describe so I don't know if that makes sense but I think that there's dualities and complexities to all of us and like who we are and how we present ourselves to the world versus when we feel the most ourselves so after all of that and talking for like 20 minutes um that kind of wraps up the introduction section of the episode and I'm super excited to talk about today's guest Sheila Grace is joining me on the podcast today and she's someone that just genuinely makes everyone feel so seen and so welcomed. She is a natural leader. I think people just kind of gravitate towards her very naturally and um, they very confidently can put their trust in her. I think that moments with her just feel so gentle and soft and so safe and she she's someone that just emulates all all things that are good in the world and all things that remind me of of the Lord and I'm excited for you guys to get to hear um hear more of our conversation together so yeah with that being said I'm gonna kind of transition over to today's topic which is encouragement over empathy so take a listen to our conversation hello <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is Sheila Whitley coming at hey, you yo. from, <laughs> from Jenna's couch this is my first recorded interview <gasps> Your first of my life. Interview? Yeah. Well, welcome to Could the podcast. Kick off my career Sheila Grace in, in podcasting. <laughs> well, perfect. We can co-host one day. Love it. Actually a good idea. Actually good idea. Um, welcome to the podcast. I was hoping you could maybe tell us a little bit about yourself to kind of start us off. Ease mm-hmm. us into it. Ease us in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how to introduce myself well. What are you, what are you up to What right am I now? up to? Um, how old are you? I just graduated from Calvin, Woo. um, with Jenna in the spring, and now I'm a seminary student pursuing Woo-hoo. my MDiv, so, yeah, taking Hebrew, taking Old Testament. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Hanging out with Jenna, doing some studying, you know? We're trying. We're making our way. We are. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> I almost said 22, because I just had my That's birthday crazy. recently. Right. 23. I'm an old woman. Um, yeah. That trying to figure stage. out how to buy a car for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's a real struggle. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. 
how would you describe yourself in three to five words? Mm. Three to five words. Okay. Um, I would say introspective. Mm-hmm. Very introspective girly. Sometimes spend too much time in my head. Living in the, the mind palace. Exactly. The mind mm-hmm. palace. Um, yeah. Analyzing everything and always thinking about how I can grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, maybe something along the lines of like empathetic or compassionate mm-hmm. or caring for others. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, one of my biggest concerns at all time is <laughs> thinking about how to support the people in my life. And my third word, which maybe we'll talk about today, <laughs> is encouraging. <laughs> because I feel like I get so much energy from encouraging other people. Which I feel like is kind of unique. I don't know that everyone feels that mm-hmm. way, but yeah, I really enjoy just cheering other people on. like I definitely would say a lot of the same words for you I was thinking you're someone that's very thoughtful of like I think Mm. that you're like you're in your thoughts a lot and thinking like about you know life and analyzing relationships and like yourself a lot but we're both pretty Mm -hmm. introspective I would say yeah but I think you're also thoughtful and like you're always thinking about other people and what's going to make them feel like, really loved and seen. Aww. So, I think that was the biggest thing that jumped out to me. And there are so many other things that I love about you. And I was thinking about the podcast and, like, we could talk about this thing or talk about this thing or talk about this thing. And I know we've had just, like, dozens of conversations that I feel like mm-hmm. I wish I could have just, like, bottled recorded up or recorded already. <laughs> I know, like, pull out my phone. Secretly record have, a voice memo. Have voice memos you on know. our walks. But I definitely want to talk more about encouragement in a little bit on our episode mm. today. Um, but before that, I thought it could be kind of fun to talk about how we met and yes. our little friendship story. Yes. Because that's kind of crazy. I feel so. like we forget a lot of the details of how we met, and then over time we're like, like wait, wait, remember what? that time? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you kind of give your... My side your perspective, of the tale? Your side, and we, I can just kind of jump in. Sounds good. Okay. While you so, so, freshman year in the dorms, Jenna and I were on the same floor, um, so wild. and yeah, it was also <clears throat> the same year that COVID hit. So we had a good, I don't know how many months. months that is, but fall semester run. and a couple, couple months in the spring and winter. But yeah, so I remember Jenna and her roommate and all of the crazy f- frenzied freshman feelings mm-hmm. of trying to make friends and meet people and go to floor dinners and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't feel like our floor was, like, that involved as a whole, but we would go, we would go to the dining hall and have peanut butter in our cereal. That was a Mm -hmm. big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, remember we went to Anna's house that one time? I just remembered this with, like, my roommate and, I don't know who else was there. Yes. And, like, maybe one other person. Michaela? Oh, I think it was. We had a whole little, like, yeah, brunch We had brunch a little group chat that we never went to any other brunch place. No, we, we just like, went to Anna's house. doing it more. Yeah. In the effort to make friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then some of, like, one of my new freshman friends was also really close with Jenna's roommate, so I remember mm-hmm. we went to downtown Grand Rapids and Madcap and <laughs> things Hung as a out. group. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, not, we weren't, like, that close, but we No, I don't think we, we ever, like, met. hung out... Probably not. Well, I think we did hang out one-on-one when you got your ears pierced. Oh, yeah! Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I got my doubles and triples pierced with Jenna. My triples? I just don't know why. When we got them pierced, like, we weren't even, like, hanging out. It was, like, a year later, sophomore year, and we were in different dorms. Yeah, I just remember you texting me being like, do you want to come with me? Yeah. And I was like, absolutely, I do. Yeah. But like, we had like never really hung no. out with the two of us. No. But it just was so funny I think that, I that happened twice. in the crisis and wanted to get my ears pierced and wanted a buddy, so. So cute. Yeah. So, so you're my that. ear piercing buddy for a while. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. And then, let's see, sophomore year, we were in different dorms, didn't mm-hmm. really hang out, just casual. I was almost going to be in your dorm, though. Yeah. 
then it envied us. It didn't work out, but mm. I don't know. Probably for yeah. the best. We didn't really have any dorm culture at all during yeah. COVID, so. True. Yeah. And then junior year passed, and then, well, I guess sophomore to junior year, I did this crazy orientation job, and then the next summer, Jenna did the same, <laughs> same job. crazy orientation job, and I remember seeing you, like, on the path right before orientation when you were on Outside a board, the library. and just being like, oh my gosh, I feel bad for anyone who's in this position right now. Uh, so I think I, like, I maybe Venmoed you for coffee or something yeah. that week, and then... After that, we were going to do the Ragnar the together. race, yep. Crazy relay race with, like, 12 people. So then I just needed a running buddy so that I could motivate myself to actually train for this race, because I'm notorious for not training mm-hmm. for any races I sign up for. And still doing well, though. And still well, doing well. you know, those days are probably coming well, to an end okay. soon, but that's okay. So, yeah, <clears throat> so we went on a run and then just had so many things to talk about. I know, I don't even know, like, we just caught up on, like, like everything so from the past, much. like, two years, probably. Yeah. I remember, like, talking about the summer, like, the orientation mm-hmm. job, friendships, mm-hmm. faith, mm-hmm. so many things. This is so crazy. And then, about. I remember, I think we, like, ran again and then maybe went to the farmer's market. Oh, we for yeah. sure went to the farmer's yeah. market, but went I don't remember when that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I felt like we were kind of like friend dating for a while of like, this is so fun. We should hang out again. We were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I remember going back and like telling the girls, like telling my mom and I was like, oh my gosh, like you're not going to believe who I hung out with or like how good it was. But I just remember like every time that we would hang out, I'm like, we could just talk for so yeah. much longer and like there was never enough time because we were still busy with school. Yes. And other life things. But I was like, we still have something more to talk about. Right. About this thing, this thing, this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just so wild. It was so good. I remember every time texting my boyfriend, and at, like, after I would leave your house and be like, oh my word, it was so fun. I can't wait to hang out again oh, soon. So cute. <laughs> but Glad we were living the same experience. We oh, were yeah. in, like, yeah, I don't know, just so many, like, so many differences in mm-hmm. our life paths, but also so many similarities. Mm-hmm. So. I know, and I feel like even with, like, talking about our faith journeys, I feel like yeah. We definitely had different experiences, but I think they were like complementary we kind, like of. kind of at the same place. Yeah. In a yeah. lot of ways, I think, which was refreshing to like be like, hey, like we both had like ups and downs of different experiences, but frustrations now we're kind of like, and we're kind of settling in a similar position. Yeah. Which was comforting to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely had support, mm-hmm. you know. And then we did a we did a fall day in Ann Arbor last fall, which was so that was fun. So fun! Like I think that's probably the longest time that we had hung out. Yeah, like, yeah, because it was, like, it was only day. like little <clears throat> evenings or mornings or whatever, and then did a whole day. And it was so great. Fun. We went wine tasting. We did listen to Taylor Swift on the way obviously back. listened to Taylor. Chatted about probably the Enneagram. Probably, probably, probably. our childhood. Oh, I could use who we are. I could use that to introduce myself. I'm a yeah. one, one wing two, very strong one, mm-hmm. very strong two wing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. And then, when was that? That was senior year. That was, yeah, that was senior year, October. Oh, we did a half marathon together. Did a half marathon. Which I. RIP for me, but. Once hey, again, did not train I, for. But you rocked it, okay? It was so fun, though. That was really oh, fun. Oh, it was the Hot Cider Hustle. Mm-hmm. Can never forget. Yep. The name of that Everyone should epic sign up. half marathon. <laughs> All worth it for the cider oh, at we the end. We were rolling in. Like, we were. Right when they were about to. I know. Remember that? We were like parked by we were, like, a random spot and we're like running oh up to the Oh my gosh. The traffic was so bad. They had to not time delay the start time by like 30 minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. We were we, the only ones though. We were very scattered, but. We were. We were just doing it for the experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had your actual like trained half marathon recently that you were feeling a lot better about yeah really prepping for and not Mm -hmm. just like yeah Yeah. exactly yeah and then we never did any school together no never which is so funny but (laughs) (laughs) that's just how it worked out we just were hanging out and chatting we watched love is blind one time when you're dog sitting we did 
We watched Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Marcel the Shell, that was a perfect night. It was so good. We had our little wine night, mm-hmm. one night, and like some fun. little pumpkin cookies mm-hmm. or something from Trader mm-hmm. Joe's, probably. But yeah, so many, so many good memes, and, and then we're we now are. in our grad school era together, which is so fun. Which is so fun, and I just think it's the coolest thing thinking about how like we were on the same floor freshman year, but then like barely hung yeah. out or talked to each other. Yeah, and then just thinking about like how good of friends we are now. I know. And not that, like, I wouldn't have ever seen it coming, but also, like... I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't see it coming! Well, so. and I think our, like, <clears throat> I just don't know that we would have super clicked, like, at any point yeah. in college before then. I also didn't but that the now, of everything. I know. It's so cool. Because now I just think, like... Like, duh. So well. It just makes so much sense. Duh. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, just makes me so happy and so grateful. Yeah. Friends now. So that's our friendship story, everyone. Friendship story. Friendship update. Um, update. The- our friendship is going well. It, it's steady. Okay, we're good. I'm here today. We so. we hard launched it on Instagram because mm-hmm. we realized that we did not take any pictures together. No, we together. have like two photos together. So, like, do people know that we're friends? Do I they know. know? Probably but not. They do. Now they do. No, they We've do. made it official for them. Um. Okay, but back to what you were saying earlier when you were mm. describing yourself as someone that's very encouraging. When I was thinking about the topic for the podcast today, I kind of wanted to dive into the idea of like encouragement and empathy because mm-hmm. I think you embody both of those things Aww. very, very well and very strongly. I think of you maybe sometimes as like being more encouraging mm-hmm. over empathetic, mm-hmm. not in a way that like you're not no, compassionate no. and not empathetic. Yeah. But yeah. I think in other relationships, I felt like people are going to like sit with me and like if I'm sharing a frustration or sharing a sadness they're gonna be like oh that really sucks that's really hard and like sit with me in that which is so good and so necessary and needed, and needed. but then I feel like what I've noticed in our friendship is like you're also gonna sit with me in that but then encourage me and like see the best in me and want me to like keep like pushing forward and like that's so I don't sweet know. that's so sweet which I think is just like really powerful for me of like I know that whenever you, like, speak those words over me and, like, whenever you're with me, that you, like, you do believe that I can, mm-hmm. I can do the thing that I'm scared because about. Because you can. Because you're capable. Just so nice. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to talk about that with you. Yeah. If that sounds good. For sure. So, I have a couple questions, but we can definitely veer off of this because, you know, we always have Love. our tangents. We do. Um, my first question is how would you distinguish encouragement versus mm-hmm. empathy? Interesting. And, like, where do you kind of find the role of either one of those things yeah. in okay. your life or other people's lives? Um, okay, I'll start with empathy. But I think empathy is, like, feeling with someone. Mm-hmm. It's not sympathy, which is, like, okay, if you're going through something, just being like, oh, I'm so sorry for mm-hmm. your loss. Like, kind of from a distance. Mm-hmm. Trying bad for you. Right. Trying to like <clears throat> connect and express that you feel some sense of like, oh, I'm sorry for you. But empathy is more like entering into that space with you and like being present. Um and I think that's really important, especially so like people don't feel alone because the truth is they probably aren't at- alone. But sympathy can sometimes, like, make them feel more alone Yeah. Um, when you express that. Um, so I think empathy is important, like, in both highs and lows, because you want, I mean, I want to, like, <laughs> be excited for people when they have really exciting things going on, and also mm-hmm. um, be able to, like, sit in the sadness and, like, right. even the uncomfortability of tough t- tough times, too. So I'm definitely not one to like, just like jump straight to the happy ending or like yeah, it's gonna that, be fine. I don't like, think that you're like toxic. Why are you positivity? You're like I don't think that you're right. just like like oh, that afraid sucks, of hard but emotions. It's okay. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big feeler. I mm-hmm. feel so many, mm-hmm. so many we hard talk about we're just like hard emotions in myself <laughs> and yeah. So I I think that's like really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think encouragement is. Like, I think of in scripture, too, when it says, like, encourage one another and build each other up. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that building each other up is what encouragement is. And, like, 
cheering someone on and affirming someone and like there's a time and place for you know feeling feeling the feelings with someone um and then also just like affirming who they are and that Mm -hmm. they're capable they can Mm -hmm. do it um and I think like sometimes you need to like sit in that space of being present with someone Mm -hmm. um but there's a way to like encourage like even in that like this is really hard but I don't want to end there I don't want to gloss over it and be like it's fine you know Mm -hmm. just move past it just try not to think about it like I don't think that's helpful but I think like being in that space and also acknowledging like you'll make it through this Mm -hmm. you will live to see another day like Mm -hmm. (laughs) the end of this deadline is soon or you know whatever it is yeah um yeah, and I think that because I <laughs> have a high need for, like, affirmation from others, I also, like, I enjoy expressing affirmation for mm-hmm. others, too. Because you know how much it... Yeah, it, you. like, truly changes my world, and I yeah. think this whole time I've been talking, I've been thinking about, like, my cross-country experience in high school, and I think that's where I, like, really learned how to encourage people, because... Mm-hmm a whole entire race while other people are running, like, just the way that you are supposed to be on the team and be a good teammate is to Mm -hmm. be running all around the course to Mm. meet people when they're coming up and to just cheer them on and, like, you know that the race is grueling for them, Mm -hmm. um, but it's, like, more helpful to encourage them to, like, give them something to think about or whatever Mm -hmm. to get to get to the end to race well Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah and I think like life can be like a race sometimes and you know Mm -hmm. showing up and cheering Mm -hmm. people on is so important to keep going so no and I literally think that you're everyone's like biggest hype woman that knows you like (laughs) I don't know about that but (laughs) if like if I'm sharing my my successes like my my joys with you I know that you're gonna be the first person to be like oh my gosh this is so exciting this is so good you know and I'm sure that Jake would say the same and your family and other friends would say the same thing because I think it's impossible to not see that Mm -hmm. in you um what you were saying kind of made me think about just kind of like that it's almost a little bit of a fine line between, like, wanting to validate people and their emotions and feelings and, like, you mm-hmm. want to affirm their experiences. Yeah. But then, like, not sitting in that place mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, too long. Too like, long, yeah. sometimes I think, like, empathy can, like, start in a healthy place and mm-hmm. then maybe kind of spiral into this, like, mm-hmm. wallowing that's actually, like, yeah. making it worse. Well, like, if people are, like taking on my emotions by empathizing with me, but then they're also, like, taking it on more intensely than I'm experiencing it. Yeah. Then that feels kind of confusing for me. Well, like, oh, I wasn't feeling, like, that bad about it, but you're making it out to be this, like... And now maybe I'm starting to riff off your feelings, Mm -hmm. too, and maybe it wasn't actually that Mm -hmm. huge of a thing. Yeah, not to invalidate people's feelings, but I think it can kind of, like, start to spiral sometimes. Yeah. I think, like, having a good read... of the room and read of the situation at hand and like sometimes I know I have this where I feel you know my big emotions at something that's like actually extremely minor Mm -hmm. like let's just say it's I don't know homework assignment or something that is really not gonna make or break anything whether I'm I'm late on it or whatever like some things just are kind of trivial but I can work it up in my head and it'd be more helpful for someone to just encourage me in that Mm -hmm. to like simply complete the assignment and turn it in yep. than to, like, oh, my word, I'm so sorry, that's so hard. Because, like, it actually isn't. It's not. Like, that's like, not I'm, accurate. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just, like, stressed and, like, complaining about it or, like, right, right. making it a bigger thing than maybe it is. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is just so interesting. I know you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, you kind of already mentioned, like, where your disposition of encouragement and empathy comes from with like cross country Mm. and scripture Mm. but is there anything else you want to say just about like why why you think Mm. that this is kind of like how you operate or yeah the importance of it um well something we talked about recently that I had to do for (laughs) for my seminary program is get a psyche val done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was so interesting. I was really excited about it, but also kind of nervous to see mm-hmm. what would be exposed in me. Um, 
And, like, a lot of what I learned from it was just an affirmation of things I already kind of knew or had a hunch about, but it was really Mm -hmm. helpful to hear someone who has a lot of experience in this field, like, naming that out loud. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just makes it feel like it has more grounding than just me kind of guessing around Mm -hmm. at what I need or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But one, like, really prominent, like, reoccurring theme is just how important it is for me to have um, relationships in my life that are just so encouraging and affirming because um, I can have, like, an underlying fear of rejection or just, like, lack of confidence. Um, And so having that input from other people is really helpful for me. And obviously there's work I need to do on, Mm -hmm. you know, in my person to not rely on other people for that, but, like, it's truly a game changer to have people in my life who are extremely encouraging in things that I do because I think without it, I might start spiraling <laughs> into the, the self-critical, you mm-hmm. know, tornado. Um, but yeah, so I think, like, that disposition in myself and knowing how impactful that is for me mm-hmm. has made me want to do that for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, in one of my classes recently, my prof mentioned that, like, of people, like, need to or just would do so much better with increased affirmation and, like, people just noticing them and noticing specific things that they're doing. Yeah. And so he was saying, like, as a pastor, as a chaplain, or whoever Mm -hmm. you end up being someday, or even right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. to be able to, like, notice specific things that people are doing and to compliment them. Like, verbalizing them. Makes such a big difference. And for the 25% 25 of people that, like, don't need that, it's not going to do them any harm. It's not going to hurt them to say something kind about them. Right. And so, like, I think just, um, yeah, doing that as much as possible yeah. Makes people feel less alone in this, like, very isolating mm-hmm. culture that we yeah. have, so. Yeah, I think what you were saying about complimenting also just makes me think of, like, the specificity mm. of encouragement or, like, complimenting, like, you were saying, yeah. like, saying specific things about someone that you notice in them and, like, affirming those very specific things. I think I've definitely felt that in our friendship, and <laughs> I'm sure other people would say the same, yeah. but I think that just shows, like, actual attention and, like, care for... <laughs> another person and like what you you see in them that they maybe are less likely to see in themselves or like affirm for themselves mm-hmm. um but I think that's like really powerful when we can actually name specific things that we appreciate about someone that we see in them yeah um yeah and just kind of the thoughtfulness that goes behind that mm-hmm. you know you know you know <laughs> you know <laughs> but another thought I had that I didn't even write down but what are your thoughts on like, people that maybe aren't as receptive to encouragement or mm. affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's not their love language? What if... <laughs> like, it's not going to hurt them, like you right. said, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think there's certain people that I feel like maybe I don't feel like words of affirmation or encouragement is affecting them as much as I know that it affects me. Right. Yeah, which, which could fine. be, yeah, but it can be hard it to, can be like, kind just of confusing of, like, what? Like, you understand. don't feel, like, better that I'm, like... Trying right. to affirm you and like love you and just it's confusing. Like, why are why is my love not being received as yeah. love? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's super hard. And sometimes I wonder if that's like coming from a guardedness mm-hmm. to like letting people in, letting people yeah. see that you need help. Like, there's not mm-hmm. always, but I feel like times when I've been a little more resistant to like encouragement from others or when I am really like prideful about what Mm -hmm. I'm doing and of course I would have my stuff together Mm -hmm. and of course like you know yeah and I don't I don't need to rely on other people to be encouraging me and whatever because it's just a given that I have it together (laughs) so I don't know I don't I mean I don't think that's the case all the time because I'm sure some people's dispositions are just kind of like I don't know Almost, like, affirmation is a little more irrelevant. Like, it doesn't really affect them, like, yeah. as much positively or negatively, but I wonder if sometimes it's, like... There's some pride in there. Yeah. Wrapped in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I think maybe we talked about this the other week, I've been reflecting on the idea that, like, <laughs> <laughs> not 
everyone is maybe as, like, expressive mm. or, like, outspoken about how they're feeling or what yeah. they're thinking yeah. as I am. Not that, like, one is right or wrong. That's not true. <laughs> but I think, like, <laughs> you and I are probably both people, I would think, maybe, that, like, with trusted close circles, we're gonna yeah. just, like, share our thoughts, share our feelings, like, very openly. Yeah. And, like, want to just, like, love people and, like, Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you there's like, all the time. like an intensity that's exploding there. out of us you yeah, know exactly um, but then other people just don't always operate in that way yeah and I think for me like if I've tried to give words of affirmation to someone and it feels a little bit like less received um maybe like they they're maybe they're feeling those big feelings and like also are feeling appreciative or mm-hmm. grateful but they're not maybe gonna express it right as outspoken yeah as I would. Well, it's like the love print that we just mm-hmm. took. The which is so interesting. You know, it's just so fun. an interesting little, little. I don't know. It's it's our new test. segue from the enneagram. Exactly. That we're obsessed with. But... Exactly. But just like <clears throat> the, was it openness to guardedness or what was the? Open... Yeah, so I think it. It because there was like one that we were different on. Whether you're like a reflective or active communicator. Oh yeah. More of an I person or a we person. More emotional or physical mm-hmm. with, like, intimacy. And then more guarded or open. Guarded or, yeah. And you, I had the, like, reflective and guarded. And you had I'm the open active. and <laughs> active. So we were, we were opposites but on that, those. like, blew my mind, though. Because I feel like I don't feel that well, in yeah. our relationship and I, our friendship. But. I think, like, for me, it honestly takes like a close and trusted relationship mm-hmm. again where like I am feeling affirmed and encouraged yeah to be able to open up but I'm just not like disposed to do that with just anyone yeah you know um yeah I don't know but it's just interesting it is interesting it's... but then with like Ugh. people I'm closest with if I think about my friendships and my siblings and whatever mm-hmm. I probably tell them I love them, like, 40 times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. It is really interesting mm-hmm. in myself, too, that difference, but... Yeah. I know, but we're all different, and all... We are. Give and receive love in different ways. Exactly. Which is a really beautiful thing, and, yeah, a good reminder, too. Um, hit my last question. No, two more questions. <laughs> um, I'm curious your thoughts on encouragement as it relates to like tough love or mm. like related to like edifying relationships of like like sharpen iron sharpening iron and like wanting to like better the mm. other person better yourself but I guess like the topic of tough love like at what point do you have to just like be honest with someone yeah like where's kind of that distinction for you yeah would you say hmm. I think it's hard to identify a one-size-fits-all kind Mm -hmm. of method for knowing, like, what's appropriate when. Um, And you want it to be genuine. Right. Like, people are going to see through if you're not actually, like, wanting to encourage them. Encouraging and supporting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which is important, too. It definitely shows. Um, Sometimes I think it, like, depends on your relationship and, like, the closeness of your relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it might be inappropriate for me to be the person to do, to, like, give tough love to someone I'm not as close to. Like, ideally, there are other people in their life who are more in that role and can, I don't know, give tough love, like, like with love and grace, you know? Mm -hmm. And not just, like, criticizing them. Yeah. Um, So sometimes I think it comes with that, but then even within close relationships, I think, like, a lot of times friends come together because they have, this is like drawing on my philosophy from, okay. from Calvin, but I think we've talked about this with friendship too. Um, like they have like a similar like vision of what the good life is and they're mm-hmm. like pursuing that together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why sometimes it's hard to have friendships where your image of like what you're striving for is so different because yeah. it's hard to know like how much can you really enter into that space with a friend? Mm-hmm. But, like, if it is a friendship where you do, you are, like, drawn towards that same, like, yeah. goodness, um, I think it's a little bit easier to 
kind of figure out like when do I just like encourage you in the right direction or if you're like really veering off path and you know yeah what they want and that they're veering off path I think yeah. that's like a a little red flag like mm-hmm. hey you <laughs> should definitely give some direction here yeah. um but yeah there are definitely some people who are better suited to do that in any given person's life than others yeah no that makes a lot of sense and like knowing that it takes time to build, like, good trust and rapport. Yeah, exactly. With anyone, but also, like, with close friendships. Um, and, like, having, I think, good counsel and, like, good mm-hmm. encouragers and good listening ears is so important. Mm-hmm. But, like, knowing, like, who that is in your life and, like, knowing what yeah what voices to listen to, I would say. Because I think, like, everyone can, like, give you their yeah. advice or, like, <laughs> their tough love or opinions. But knowing, like, who knows you the best, who has your best interests at heart. Right. Um... And, like, yeah, I guess whenever you're giving tough love knowing when to do that. And, like, mm-hmm. I think there's a good a good method you can deliver yeah. <laughs> tough love in that still feels, like, very full of grace and, like, and very understanding. Ideally, I think any situation where there's tough love, like, you as a friend would, like, be with them in that. And, yeah. like, it's not just, like... Hey, get your act hey, together. Like, you need to get your act together this and is, figure this out. This is a problem. I'm yeah. gonna let you know that it's a problem. Um, go fix it. Like, no. Yeah. I don't think that's a good way of doing that. Like, there's a way to be really honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, like, give, you know, your, your thoughts and concerns about, you know, if someone, like, mm-hmm. makes a poor choice or whatever. Um... But then I think also just, like, encouraging them in the right direction. Like, not just saying, like, this concerns me or I'm disappointed yeah. in this and leaving it at and that. Like, okay, bye. Yeah. See you when you get it, when you get it all <laughs> fixed, it okay? Then you're going to be good enough for my friendship. Like, no. Yeah. Um, I think there's a way to be honest and then also say, like, I want to walk with you. Mm. This is what we're aiming for. Or, like, is this what you want? Okay, well, let's you know, you can do it, you can, you know, keep pursuing that good that you're, you're Mm -hmm. hoping for, and I don't know. Yeah. There's a follow-through, you know. There's a follow-through, checking in. And And some affirmation that they can do it, you know, and I don't know. Yeah, not just a random stranger dropping in and being like, I'm gonna give you some life advice. No. There's, there should be, there has to be so much grace, Mm -hmm. and yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, my last question. You kind of already touched on this too. Look at this. Like you, you knew what I was going to ask you, but great, but you did think it. Alike, you know. Um, I'm curious if you notice yourself offering the same amount of encouragement or empathy to yourself. Mm. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna guess now. Maybe Jenna. Jenna knows. Jenna knows. No. Or like, oh, sorry, I thought my computer died. Um, or like, what might that look like? Mm, yeah. If you were to do that. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't. <laughs> this but is one of my, my chronic <laughs> problems is my self-criticism. Um, so yeah. <laughs> but I know, like, this was a long time ago, we were walking around Reed's and we were talking about, like... I forgot that we did that for a while, too. Yeah, we used to... Reads walks. Reads and should, Starbucks and stuff. We should do that again. Bring that back but, before it gets really cold. So true. And icy. But we... I think we were talking about, like... I don't know if we were talking about encouragement, but we were definitely talking about mental health. And, mm-hmm. like, um, I just remember one conversation about what would it look like to talk to yourself in the second person or, mm-hmm. like... As if you're talking to someone else. Like, I would never say the things that I say to myself yeah. to you. Yeah. Or anyone else in my life, because that would just be so rude mm-hmm. and, like, frankly, most of the time not, not true, true, you yeah. know? Um, and so I think it's definitely not my default to do that, but it's something that I've been brought back to a couple times. Um, to Or even the third person, like, using my name, like, okay, Sheila, this is what, mm-hmm. you know, this is our plan for the day, or doing those 75 things actually aren't realistic and that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you are human. You're not God. You don't Um, have to do all those. Sorry. Right. Um, and then there's, yeah, a way to, in some ways, encourage yourself. And then also I think 
for us, like, being in prayer about that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, asking for help from God when we need it, which is something that is also not my default at all. And then when there's Um, pride wrapped in that, we're like... So much. Well, it just, like, doesn't even cross my mind. Even this week, there's a couple times where I've just been, like, so stressed or flustered or self-critical or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's taken me so long to come to the realization that I can just, like, name that to God. Like, why mm-hmm. does that, why is that, like, my last resort? Yeah. Like, you know? thinking you have to just carry it all by yourself or, like, right. vent about it to ten other people before being like, hey, I can just yes. like, actually sit down in prayer yeah, and be honest about how I'm feeling because, like, God wants to hear that just as much as he wants to hear anything yeah. else in our lives. Exactly. And I yeah. think it, like, being in prayer, too, puts it in perspective um, that, like, we are created beings. I am a creative mm-hmm. being. Like, I am not flawless I'm not Mm -hmm. like capable of doing everything that I would like to Mm -hmm. and I think being reminded of that just brings me back to a healthy place and like remembering how loved I am Mm -hmm. um so I don't know if that answers your question but (laughs) that's so good yeah um the last thing I was kind of gonna say like to touch on that is just I know it's it's been said a lot and like can be seen as kind of cheesy sometimes but just the idea of like thinking about how how God looks at us and like thinks about us mm-hmm. I think is super helpful too um in those moments when I feel like I get self-critical or feel just like yeah really down on myself thinking about how how he sees me and perceives me um like thinking about how my friends think about me too it's like right. I would never say those things to any of my friends no. or anyone in my life like you said but then just having some good good context and like good framing I think is helpful too definitely you know yeah but those are all my all my big questions do you have any more more thoughts Mm. before closing my last thought is that (laughs) there's just never too much encouragement you know like can you think of a time that you've Mm -hmm. been encouraged so much that you're like okay please stop like put it away I think the only time I've ever felt that is maybe when I, like, feel really insecure and I'm like, I'm not deserving of this yeah, I'm not internalizing it. You know? Like believing it, yeah. But, like, that's not really a reason to stop being encouraged. That's just, like, my own insecurity. So, mm-hmm. I think just spread the love. <laughs> that's so good. I just think you are truly someone that is so full of, of love for everyone around you, and I mm. think it just beams out of you and like everything that you say and that you do and like I think especially in our friendship I have never felt like so secure and just so affirmed and you're so sweet and no I'm being so serious (laughs) in like who I am and what I'm doing but also just like I don't know in in a friendship I just always feel so encouraged by you and so loved so I just wanted to thank you for the ways that like knowing you has changed me and my life and how I like, hope to encourage other people and build them up, um, because if I think about, like, the person that I want to be, it is so many things that you already are to me, so. And you, too, for me. (sighs) Well, thanks. I think you're also, let it, let it be known, Jenna's one of the most affirming, encouraging people I know, and I think. it all from you. That is not true (laughs) at all, but I think, like, being around, like, being around you, being supported by you, feels like I can have permission to also be as encouraging and expressive as I want because so I think sweet. sometimes, like, there are so many people who aren't that way. That's kind of a norm just to keep to ourselves and worry yeah. about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can feel odd to yeah. be, like, very affirming of others and, like, yeah, I don't know. But having you in my life has mm-hmm. made me, has made me encouraged to keep encouraging. How about <laughs> well, that? You We're know, in a little little cycle it's here. It's a little feedback it's loop, self affirming and feedback loop. Right. No, I was thinking about like what our text thread conversations are like. Literally, <laughs> I I think more than half of them are like, "You're doing you great! So I love you so much! You can no, do it today!" <laughs> I'm gonna scroll back and see if I can find some to kind of close our our little episode. I just love you. I just love you. <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much for studying with me today. I appreciate you so much. Always love you. Oh. Thank you, Sheila. It always makes my day and week to see you. <laughs> for the exact same about you. Love you so dearly. Okay, I just love you. 
Oh my gosh, I just love you so much. <laughs> Hope you have such a good week praying for you. So excited to see you later. Love you so much. Just so, full of so much love and encouragement. So much love. And it, all the time. It just literally just makes my week and makes my life that Aww. we get to be friends. And like, I never would have seen it coming, but it's just like the best. It's a gift. Unexpected gift. So I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful too. <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the end of. Jenna and Sheila. My, Jenna and Sheila, my comeback episode <laughs> after six months. Oh my gosh. But hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Jenna and Sheila. Out. Signing off. Signing off. <laughs> Today. 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 <laughs> <laughs>